We all love a little weird in our real estate, but we wouldn't all want to live in the weird, you might say. Many real estate professionals have done some pretty wild things in order to go viral and get attention on their properties. Is it worth it? I'm Carol Ellis, and I'll give you both sides of the story today in episode 24. You're listening to Real Estate Investing Today, the one podcast that tomorrow's real estate moguls listen to today. Where in just nine minutes or less, each day of the week, you receive fresh real estate investing strategies, leading-edge financial tips, and relevant news nuggets, along with full access to the infamous REI Today Vault. Coming to you now from iTunes, Stitcher, and online at REI.today, here's your host, Carol Ellis. So you may not have a hard and fast definition for it, but we all know weird when we see it. And because this episode is all about the weird factor in real estate, I'm going to take a little liberty and indulge in what we all know we secretly wanted when we started listening after we read the title. A list of the truly weird and a few insights into what actually works. If you want to get into really crazy detail, however, say more real estate weirdness than will fit in the next eight and a half minutes, then head on over to our news and networking section at www.rei.today and check out our top five weird real estate decisions you won't believe article in that section. For now, though, let's start cramming in the wacky. There is something about our culture that loves the unusual and the unabashedly wacky. It's what leads us to peruse lists of crazy prom dress pictures or impossibly cute baby animals when we should be working, and it has a hint of the train wreck mentality that leads most people to slow down and take a second look not just at the unusually attractive, but also the startlingly strange or ugly. Hey, let's call a spade a spade. It's what keeps curbed and other funky housing websites in business. And if you make the pages of a publication like that, Odds are pretty good your property is going to get a lot of attention and possibly land a higher-than-expected bid thanks to attracting the eyes of someone who is ready to fall in love with your weirdness. But when does this desire for funkiness go too far? Well, here are a few examples of working the weird factor that do work and a couple that probably won't. First, let's take Santa Cruz, California as an example. Santa Cruz is known for a number of things, but one thing is a popular bumper sticker that reads, Keep Santa Cruz Weird. It's been around for a long time. A number of homeowners in the area do eclectic, often artsy things to their homes in keeping with this sentiment. And in some cases, it's been great for them. For example, a development of teeny tiny eco-friendly writer's studio apartments built of cargo crates and impeccably, efficiently, beautifully designed is thriving. Similarly, a 280-square-foot forest cottage in the area that looks like an enchanted elf lives in it will probably go for top dollar. On the other hand, the guy who replaced all of his stairs with milk crates held together with screws and yardsticks, probably not going to fare so well. Sure, he's making some headlines, but mainly in articles covering how Santa Cruz residents are getting sick of the weirdness. And honestly, those milk crate stairs are not safe and they're not attractive. That doesn't mean we're not all going to go online and look for them now, but ultimately it's probably not good for a listing. So it's important to be appealing in some way with your weirdness if you want your wackiness-based publicity stunt to pay off. Next, let's consider another weird factor angle that makes the news these days. Strange listing and sales practices. 
Want everyone to blog about your property? Consider sponsoring an essay contest and giving away that property to the winner. Of course, if you read the fine print, you'll find out that if these contest sponsors don't get enough entries and entry fees, they're keeping the property. This tactic has been working wonders for owners who are either able to create a good storyline for why they're selling their property this way. One couple actually was given their home in a similar manner a decade ago and are billing their contest as a way to pay it forward. Or who have a great property that attracts headlines on its own. For example, the lady giving away her haunted bed and breakfast as an essay contest prize. Another tactic that has been successful in some cases is offering to sell for virtual currency Bitcoin, although now that the currency has hit a rough patch, that's a little less trendy, but it did make some pretty good headlines for a while. You can leverage the lesson from this weird factor simply by making your buyers aware that you offer unusual financing options, if indeed you do. Seller financing, lease options, subject to financing, they all sound pretty conventional compared to an essay contest, but they're incredibly attractive to buyers who cannot make truly conventional home purchases via the 30-year fixed we all know and either love or hate. And these buyers will often pay above top dollar to access your deals if they find you're willing to work with them on their financing. Now, we've jammed about as much weirdness into this episode as we can. But I love weird real estate, and I'm going to rattle off a couple more of my favorite weird factor decisions. How about homemade slides that lead from room to room? Well done, they can be billed as secret passages and a great adult playground item. Poorly done, they're carpet-lined danger pits in the floor. And then there are the way over-the-top upgrades, such as the built-in aquarium bar. Super beautiful if you love fish and have the talent for keeping them alive. Gross and an enormous, expensive pain in the rear to remove if you don't. And perhaps one of my favorites, which I've seen personally in Atlanta, how about every room matching from floor to ceiling? And I'm talking wallpaper, carpet, paint, and upholstery in every single room. And most of it was floral. It was awesome. This particular house actually was probably a huge nightmare for the agent because the owner was extremely proud of all the work they'd done and the home, which was very, very pricey, wasn't supposed to be changed or laughed at in listing photos, even tongue-in-cheek. That one made the news as well a lot, and most of the media did not keep their promise about not laughing either. It was clearly a work of love, though, but I have to tell you, I'm not sure it's sold for asking. So there you have it, ladies and gentlemen, a full day of the weird factor from REI today. Thanks so much for listening in, and please make sure that you get all of our real estate news, alerts, and educational content the very second it becomes available by texting REI today to 33444 or heading over to www.rei.today to sign up for breaking news alerts and review our vast library of educational materials that will help make your investing safer faster, and more profitable. Not yet a member? Text REI today, no spaces, no periods, to 33444, and I'll provide you with fast, immediate access to all of the resources I just described. And remember, when you do that, you'll be able to grow your network by interacting with me, my guests, and your fellow listeners to REI Today. So stop by, ask questions, make comments, network with other investors across the country. Text REI today, no spaces, no periods, to 33444 or head over to www.rei.today right now. 
REI Nation, thanks for listening in. And please always remember this. Your best investment is your own education. Thank you for listening to Real Estate Investing Today. Be sure to subscribe right now on iTunes, Stitcher, or at REI.today. Your feedback is welcomed anytime by sending email to feedback at REI.today. This show is for entertainment purposes only, does not constitute the offering of any securities, and is not intended as legal or professional advice for your situation. Content is property of the REI.today network.